Check out my podcast show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman, Thursdays at 9 p.m. I talk about everything and anything. I'm all about sharing what I know and about learning as well. Hola, welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. Shout out to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tonight's episode is about the Board of Education and ACS. You're listening to my show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. I'm your hostess, Puriqua Angie. To call in, the number is 844-818-4433. You can catch us on thewakeupradio.com and otwtube.com. As I always say, some can relate, some appreciate, some hate. So... I decided to bring both of these together because being that regardless before COVID and when you have kids and they start getting into their teenage years, it's very important when it comes to school. So before I get started with that, um, I want to read some information or the little history of people who have not dealt with ACS, but you're about to learn today and especially anybody who's watching live. I'm going to read the, like I said, what's ACS about and how they work. And then also I'm going to give my little personal story behind it. So I Googled and I wanted to see when was ACS founded, right? So it says the Administration for Children's Services was created in 1996 to ensure the safety and well-being of the children in the city of New York, right? So then I kept looking for other things like... It says it's ACS, a government agency. It says it's a governmental agency that protects and promotes safety and well-being of New York City's children and families by providing child welfare, juvenile justice, and early care and education services. So I I think I'm just going to read through whatever I have here because it's still all part of it. So then there was also things like it says New York State does not have a law that stipulates at what age children should be allowed to be home alone. It says, however, the New York Office of Children and Family Services suggests on its website that some children are responsible, intelligent, and independent enough to be left alone at 12 or 13 years of age. Now, this is about, it says, how long does CPS have to close a case in New York? So it says the CPS caseworker has the obligation and authority to petition the family court to mandate services when they are necessary for the care and protection of the child. That's only if it's serious. CPS has 60 days after receiving the report to determine whether the report is indicated or unfounded, right? So then I kept Googling and I kept clicking on everything here because all of these are important. It says, what is the difference between child protective services and ACS? It says the CPS is a voluntary survey. The ACS includes a person at the address where they are at the time of the survey, if they have been there or will be there more than two months, whether or not they have a usual residence elsewhere. It says, what happens when ACS is called? Generally, ACS opens a case based upon an anonymous tip or phone call to the child abuse hotline. The next thing the parent knows, a full-blown investigation is occurring and the parent is being called to court. Uh, There's no such thing about the court, but I'll explain. To court with the threat that their child or, or children is going to be placed into foster care. Again, this is only if the situations are really bad. Not all situations end up like that. So it says, what are the four types of child neglect? There's physical neglect, 
the failure to provide necessary food, clothing, and shelter inappropriate or lack of supervision. Medical neglect, the failure to provide necessary medical or mental health treatment, educational neglect, and emotional neglect. My main one right now is going to be the educational one. That's why I got the Board of Ed combined with it, right? So my little history when it comes to the ACS, I don't know if anybody who's listening who is who works for it knows anybody who works. I mean, it kind of sucks because we live in a world where people are truly fucked up, right? I've been, ACS has been called on me by my son's father. And I don't think just once I've called the ACS myself because I was looking for help because I'm one of those people like, you're not going to look at me like I'm crazy, but these motherfuckers will still look at you crazy anyway. Um, ACS was called on my mom when she was living here about my kids and whoever reported her didn't even know the actual ages of my children, which of course that tells you it was somebody an asshole. My thing to say is that when it comes to ACS, it's really disappointing because I'm like, I said it before, there are children out there with real serious cases who really need help, who are in really messed up homes and that are being abused or whether it's corporal punishment, whatever you want to call it, they're starving, whatever the situation is, there are children in in worse situations than my story. For the fact that people have called ACS on me because they're fucking petty, um, so many other words I can think of, it's like, that's messed up. You do not call them because you're just like, oh, let me see, like, what are you going to find? If I haven't done anything, I'm not an alcoholic, I'm not a druggie, or, and plus, anytime they've come, there's food in the fridge, all the important things that these motherfuckers want to see. <laughs> I remember the one time I called ACS for myself, that I actually really did it, was because of a situation I was having at home with my kids. When they came here at the time, they did, they, they like, oh, that was another thing. They will pop up at the hours when you least expect it. They will come at night when you're already sleeping. They will come knocking on your door. So again, for anybody who has no experience with ACS, you're going to learn today. They will pop up. If it has to be at one o'clock in the morning, two, three, because you know what they're thinking? Everybody should be home. Everybody's sleeping. This is the time we're going to catch them, not during work hours, school hours, because they'll probably know people will not be home. So that's what they did. When they finally came, I didn't appreciate the way they came to me because I'm like, duh, motherfuckers, I'm the one who called. Why are you looking at me like I'm the guilty and the bad guy here? But that's what they do. I explained to them why I needed them because of the chaos in my home with my children. I wanted to make sure that I had my back covered. Because like I said, you can't trust nobody. You can't trust the law. You can't trust nobody. And as, as freaking honest as you try to be, motherfuckers will still look at you like you've fucking committed a crime. And I hate that with a passion. I was so upset that I gave them the stank look and I raised my voice a little bit because I'm like, um, you're not coming into my home to tell me that the older ones have to, the younger one has to be protected from the, the older ones. Like, no, 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 that's not what I called for. But since you motherfuckers want to be in here and do that, great. What ACS needs to do, which of course, if this was more public, which it is in a way, they would have something to say. But again, it's not every worker. Um... I guess you guys try your best, but it's not the best because, like I said, when you have somebody trying to call for help, you're not supposed to treat them like they're the ones that need to be put under a microscope. I didn't call for that. 
I went through the process. My youngest son didn't help. Guess what? Next thing I was being tested for drugs. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know I was a druggie. I wonder why they would think that. But again, when you ask children um, questions in private, they will make you look bad knowing that my son knows I've ne he's never seen me take any drugs, not sniff cocaine, not fucking put any needles in my arm. So it's like, why would they come? They ever never seen me smoke weed, which of course weed is not legal. Um, it's not so, but still, but it's just like, why am I being investigated like that? Like I gotta get tested. Wow, good job, ACS. Trying to um, how do you say, do things and look into shit with the wrong fucking people. Again, there are children out there who are really, really in dire situations that need fucking help, and y'all doing the wrong damn shit. So. What else? So that happened, right? There was a situation when my kids were younger that I don't want to get too much into it, but a situation that happened when my kids were younger and it and involved a younger family member because no evidence was found, which really pissed me off because my daughter said what happened. They basically they basically um, found the case. The case was unfounded, just like my case was unfounded because it's like, duh, I don't know what you guys are looking for because... There's nothing to look for. <laughs> but that situation, the case was unfounded, which I was really upset. And being that he was a fucking minor, his name was not going to be listed anywhere for what the fuck he did. So that made me even more upset. I don't know, ACS and everybody else, we got to do fucking better, whether they're young or not. Or I don't know, do we blame the parents? Because that's the part that sucks too. Who who gets the blame and why? Uh all I wanted with the, for the kid was just to get fucking therapy. Don't know if it happened. I don't know. Doesn't even matter anymore. But that was my concern. So this is what I could get. I'm trying to talk about ACS, how ACS works. Well, again, I don't know. Are they really doing their job? Like I said, they're coming for the wrong people. And I will get an attitude about it because, like I said, I'm not the one doing anything here. I'm asking you, them, and everybody else out there for help. Again, Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy? Now I'm going to look at you like you're crazy. I'm going to get an attitude because I don't like it. <laughs> so that situation happened. So like I said, ACS gets real thorough. If anybody's living in your household, again, anybody who has not had them in, in this situation, if anybody gets an ACS case, everybody that's in the home, who's, if I'm correct, is over 18, will basically will be looked into as well. If somebody makes a false report and saying that somebody in the household besides yourself did something to the child, they're now going to look into that person as well. Because, again, anybody who's over 18 in the household, they're going to look into those people. Fine. So, like I said, it's the worst thing when anybody calls ACS. That's the worst thing to do. So now, being that we're bringing up the topic, I want to put a message out there for the parents. Because if whether it's somebody, whether somebody who's taking care of your children as well, because I've uh, I've witnessed an, an, a situation that really bothers me, and I think I blocked hopefully that they can't see <laughs> a situation that happened that um for those parents who put their kids in daycare, and this is the shit that I'm talking about. Like, how can you feel safe? How can you, you know, you want to be a parent, you want to do the right thing. And then you have to put your kids in daycare and the care of somebody else. And one thing I've noticed is that when you have children who don't speak, and we're talking about infants, people get away with a lot of shit. People will get away with a lot of shit, how they manhandle your children, 
how they treat your children, you will never know because your child cannot speak. As I say, I'm a mandated reporter. Anybody who's in a school, any person in any position that they've spoken to them, they are mandated reporters. But again, I'm just putting it out there so that you know. The situation was that person was able to get away with it because somebody else saw them do something that they thought was wrong. And guess what? That situation also was unfounded because no evidence. And you know what's so funny? That these fucking daycares have fucking cameras. And in my mind, it's like, nothing was really caught. Are you guys really watching the fucking cameras in these daycares? That's the shit that bothers me. That's the shit that bothers me. Because like I said, there's people, myself, I work in, in a daycare myself. And I'm like, I can't do that with these infants. These babies are fucking adorable. Why would you want to manhandle somebody else's baby? Like, that's not my child. I mean, as a parent, I know I'm not fucking perfect, but it's like, why would you want to manhandle somebody else's child? And again, with the ACS, I don't know what type of investigation they were doing. I don't know if they asked to watch any videos, but I'm in my mind, you guys are doing a really bad job. And I'm sorry to say it because it's really fucked up. The cameras were in that room. The cameras, I don't know if them shits record. I know the ones from my job don't. So you, you know what that means? If you wanted to slap a kid, that's just not fucking recording. Guess what? Something were to happen, you won't be able to fucking see the evidence. Do you see how fucked up that is? Only unless if somebody sees it, that's the only way they could say, you know what? Yeah, she fucking did it. But anyway, that's just what I'm trying to let you know about ACS. This is the type of world that we live in where people are not doing their job. And I can't say it's everybody because there are some people out there who, who will help you and they're real helpful. So another thing with ACS, some kids think that when they get taken out of the home, they're going to go into the best place possible. From my experience with what my daughters told me, you don't get to get put in a place where you get to do whatever the hell you want. Now you're under someone else's care. Who's going to be telling you what to do? You have to be back. And their home at a certain time, these people get paid to watch these children until they're ready to go back home. So this is all about ACS and how it works. So again, be cautious of the motherfucking haters out there, the people who have nothing better to do, because like I said, ACS is not a joke. I I could have fucking called ACS on a fucking neighbor here who she got nerve to think like, why would you call? Because bitch, you're always drunk. And supposedly I heard she was bipolar, so maybe she wasn't on her medication. But like, look at that. She's fucking drunk and you're getting mad at people for what? Are you watching your children? Are you doing what you're supposed to do? Because she's half of the fucking time she was in the streets screaming. So I don't know. Somebody must have been concerned. I don't know what to say, but I wasn't doing shit like that. <laughs> but again, they get to pick and choose. Some people do their job, some don't. I mean, the last lady I had, like I said, she tried to help me out. But at the same time, it's kind of... I remember one time she asked me a question twice. And then my mind is like, really? Like, you really going to fucking ask me that question twice like i'm supposed to change it from the first time again i'm not a fucking alcoholic you know what a definition of a fucking alcoholic is a motherfucking person who wakes up in the fucking morning to have their fucking first drink and from the morning that they start to the fucking time they go to bed they're still drinking and let's start that shit again the next day i can't function like that i've seen myself drunk i've puked and everything else what the fuck do i look like wanting to be drinking every day i don't think i would look cute drunk not every fucking day either, so <laughs> I don't think so. And also with the drugs, um, no. I feel like I have enough problems and stress in my life to add drugs into it because that shit it doesn't fucking fix nothing. 
So I mean, for everybody who else who does it, like I said, I am not here to each his own. But hopefully, I think I probably mentioned everything I needed to mention about ACS because, like I said, this is the type of shit they do. Somebody can um call 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 them on you. They'll pop up at the hours when you're sleeping because, like I said, they want to make sure you're there. Um, like it says, the case takes sixty days before they close it. Within those sixty days, they are literally investigating you. They will come to your home. They will either call you because they want to make sure that within that time frame, everything is still the same way and nothing has changed and whatever that person called for um, to see if it's true or not. But like I read, what it did say about that when children do get taken out of your home is because there are places that if certain conditions, if the house looks like shit, there's no food in the fridge, kids look like they got bruises. Yeah, that's exactly what they'll do. They, they're using their best judgment and they will take these children out of your home. Like I said, but not every situation is like that. I've actually even had to call ACS on my son's father because this man was doing whatever he was doing. He was using corporal punishment. But by the time that my son got to me, that's already months later. Of course, there's not going to be a mark. Do you know how upset I was? when I? You see how I'm saying how they don't? And I think it is another thing because they have to see, like, who's really telling the truth and who's lying? Because like I said, I've been called and my mother for no fucking reason because people are fucking petty. They got nothing better to do. Like, that shit is not cute. <laughs> so what I called on my son's father, because of that, because of the corporate punishment, marks he had left, um, because I guess those marks were already just, like, old and not fresh, they considered it to be nothing. And in my mind, is like, you see, God forbid a child can die in that other parent's hands because you're trying to, to say, hey, I need help. And these motherfuckers will do because they didn't find nothing. And then next thing you know what happens. And I think we've all heard stories about children being in the care of another of another parent and then the poor child ending up dead. And that's that's the worst and my biggest fear. I mean, I don't think this motherfucker would do it. But again, it's just the whole point that if you're trying to get them to be like, this man is a, is a, is a problem, a danger, a concern to my child. I need help because I want this man away from my child. It doesn't work. But again something if you have any questions you can ask me about certain things you want to know but like I said I've been through this um a few times I've even had to ask to the point like if they call ACS on you does this also affect you when it comes to looking for jobs and I was told no because if nothing's happened there's no need to put anything into the system to say oh we investigated her but it was like you know I think it has to be real serious issues in order for you to be put into the system and especially when it comes to looking for jobs and especially if I'm correct, working with children. So now, that's what I wanted to mention about ACS. So now, when I was talking about the Board of Ed, so the Board of Ed and the ACS work hand in hand. That part that I read about, what are the four, um, what are the four types of child neglect? So my beautiful daughter, who she is a teenager, she is 16, since she's been in middle school, so that means since around 13 or 14 years old, Okay. Oh, yeah. Once I finish. Um, so she, since she was like 13 or 14, was either always going to school late. At times she would be absent. So the school spoke to me and they just told me like, hey, at one point towards the end of almost like she was almost going to be done with that school. They gave me a paper that they wanted me to sign 
to say like this is the reason why she's absent so i'm kind of like okay because i'm one of those parents and i don't give a fuck how crazy i look and if i start crying i don't give a fuck you're not gonna ever make me look like i'm a bad parent if i have to give you my fucking story if i have to put it out there and tell you the motherfucking truth of like this is what's happening in my home this is my situation how can i make it better how can you guys help me to help you know what i mean like to help me to help you so so that we can do this shit right that's what i was trying to do they they helped me as best as they could but i guess my thing the way i would speak they would notice that but i'm like i can't help it like i'm frustrated because how do you get a child to understand i need you to be in school on time i need you to be in school i need you to behave in school because especially with the absences and the lateness they were trying to let me know that if they saw that acs was going to get involved you hear that shit? acs was going to get involved because of that's what happens when a child is absent things that as, as parents of course i think some of us know you always got to have make sure you have documentation make sure you have a doctor's note even if you have to write one out um if your child is suffering from serious things maybe like asthma that's really bad certain things that i feel like will keep a child home you have to have documentation you don't have documentations of these things and eventually that's who's gonna pop up at your door is fucking acs because they want to know why is this child absent what's wrong with this child what's going on oh and also another thing i learned you have to watch how you touch your children if you slap them you grab them you have to be careful because the minute that the teacher sees it and they see a slap or a marks on it they're gonna be like oh my god is this child being abused at home and again, if they have to, they will get ACS involved because the teachers in the school are mandated reporters. That is their job. So a lot of things to be cautious. You could be mad at your child and might smack them by mistake or, or grab them because they're pissing you off. It's like, it sucks that you have to be so careful with what you do with your own kids at home because the minute that they go to school, they're already being looked at and you're already being looked at in a certain way. Like, are you abusing this child? What the fuck is going on? It's annoying, but so let's move a little bit forward. So now that my daughter's in high school, she's 16, I keep having to tell her like a broken record. I'm like, look, you got to go to school. You have to make it to first period class. I don't know if it's going to get to the point where they're going to say anything about that. ACS is going to get involved because I think at one time they did call me to find out like what was the, well, not her, but that was during middle school, not now. Like, what was the reason she was absent so much? Like, they'll call you. But if somebody from the school will call you to let you know, like, look, please bring in documentation because they're letting you know before they take the next steps. But being, again, like I said, she's in high school. She's 16. This child, and I know I'm not. she's not the only child in the U.S. or wherever, um, who can't get up to go to school because they want to be um, hanging out, talking on, you know, doing all that social media shit for hours. And when it's time to go to sleep, it's when it's time to wake up. That's why she's late to school. She's been doing it a lot. It's been pissing me off. I said, look, I was like, please try to go to school. I already let the school know about her, her lack of motivation in the morning. Because again, I don't need fucking ACS knocking on my door. I don't need nobody in my motherfucking business. Because if I'm already telling you my business, we need to work this out. Because I don't need nobody coming over here to make me look like I'm the bad parent. Because trust me, do I have to start fucking recording her laying there as I'm calling her name 20 times? why doesn't she want to get up so again it, it gets you to the point where it's so annoying because it's like damn you're trying to be a fucking parent you're trying to do what you do but no matter what happens there's always somebody on your motherfucking back trying to tell you about your fucking parenting 
what kind of parent are you? And you're just looking at them like, like, you sure you want to talk about that? Because I'm thinking I'd be doing a lot and I'd be trying my best. Like I said, I she's already at what? She's already in the 11th grade. She's got one more year to go and her habits have not changed. I don't know when she starts working, if that will improve because money's involved, that green is involved. Maybe it'll make her want to go to sleep and wake up. Or maybe she'll be like the rest of everybody else in their 20s fucking, um, um, what do you call it? Um, uh, breaking, um, breaking dawn until the next day and shit and then to go to work because they were fucking partying and shit. I don't know. But I, that's when the adulting kicks in and it's just like, yeah, you see, uh-huh, but they don't want to fucking listen um, now. But I just wanted to bring that up because I wanted to put that out there for any parents who are listening. Like, these are all important things you really have to be cautious of. You really have to look at it. You can't really sit there and say, oh, they're just home. No, no, no. With these people, school, um, I think maybe now, I'm not saying it's a little bit, they're like loose with everything because of COVID. But again, we still have to keep it in our minds. Like this is still, still back to what it what kind of was before, but now with just COVID added on. But you still have to be cautious of when your kids are out of school, any marks that they have, um, Everything you have to be cautious of because, like I said, they will make you look like you are a bad parent. And it's just annoying. Like, I just had to talk about it because, like I said, I know I'm not the only parent out there with a teenager. I don't know how many of them do what she does. But in my mind, it's like, damn, you're trying to get me in trouble. Even to the point my friend scared me one time. I was like, I ain't getting locked up for her. Why am I going to get locked up when I'm trying to do my best? You see that type of bullshit? You getting locked up because of your kids. Like, why? I'm doing my part as a mom. Like, what the fuck more do you want from me? What the fuck do you want from us as parents to keep doing? Bend over backwards and still nothing is fucking good enough. But I know my producer wants to, um, she wants to say something. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm doing good. Getting better from this cold slowly but surely. No, you sound you sound better. You're not hacking up along. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I I was when you were talking about ACS, it reminded me of two stories. I'll start first with uh, my aunt when uh, my cousin. She's probably in her late thirties now, but when she was a baby, um, you know how people come visit you to come see the baby. So she had a friend from high school come visit her with her children. She had toddlers. The two, she had a two and a three-year-old. One of them decided to look at the baby, take their fingers and rake their little fingers on her face. What? Keep a scar on a newborn baby. So it was like, oh my God, but that's the thing, right? Do you, do you just hurl the three-year-old out the window? No, you don't. You go, you can't do that. You wipe the blood off the fingers. Yada, yada. But because she was bleeding so much, my aunt takes her to where? The last place on earth anybody should bring their child <laughs> is to the hospital. She's explaining, right? Here you are being honest. A little piece of shit kid came to my house and did this to my child. They were in her ass for like six months to a year. Six months a year, they would come and visit to the point where she, it was just so stressful to watch. I mean, I was at the time I was young, you know. Um, damn near over 30 years ago but it was stressful to watch my aunt go through that because she was an exceptional mother 
and certain things are out of your control. Do you get what I'm saying? Other children, other, do you get what I'm saying? Certain things are just out of your motherfucking control. What are we trying to do? Protect them from the adults. Nobody ever thinks about protecting them from the other shitty kids, right? Um, then uh, fast forward, uh, my daughter, when she was in high school, she finally graduated. <sighs> I've got one more. I've got one more left. He's in 10th grade. Um, by the way, they do change. They do change. That guy couldn't get him up for 2020. I said, brother man, all you have to do is roll over and press the button. Still, still ended up not getting a credit for a class. But I will say, now that he's not remote learning and he has to get up and go, the boy is up. He's getting ready. It's something about him being trapped here that makes him get up at 7 o'clock to get ready. I do not bother him. I don't wake him. I don't. I told him I'm not doing it. I've checked out. You're in high school. If you can't figure it out now, I will let them sleep all day. I'm good for that. I, but I am also the same parent that will let them go for three days without eating. Oh, you're not hungry? Because I know they're going to get hungry. Do you know what I'm saying? Where people, you, we used to get beat to eat. I, I, you're going to get hungry. When you're hungry, you eat. Like that. I'm just that. Like I, I think differently. Okay, so now my daughter's 15. And she's starting to get these headaches. And they start at the back of her head and it like wraps around to the front and she's screaming at night. And I actually bring her to get a, um, a kind of like a CAT scan and all that stuff and could not like figure out the reason. And I, I somehow wish her, like her abuelita was still here because she would have an answer, right? One of the olders, older ancestors, the elders would be able to tell you what this means. She would have a lot of vivid dreams. But I mean, she was... You know, when she was born, her Abuelita told me she was a, a seer. The reason she said that is when I gave birth to her, my placenta came out like a dream weaver in whole, no pieces. Wow. This, yeah, it was, I, I, it was so beautiful that the doctor didn't even care that uh, I was on the table with my legs open. She was like, can we please bring this to my office? I've delivered, I've delivered, children for over 25 years and I've never seen placenta like this in my life. I was like, wow, really, bitch? I don't know who I went, who it cured, what monster ate it, but they took it. Um, and so this was something that I was kept in the back of my mind that she would just have these moments. It's like that's a raven moments, right? Where she's yeah. Right. So now she's 15 and you know that um, henceforth, uh, Quintanera, right? It's because this is when you're now a woman, right? You're a lady at this age. I was, uh, I wrote the school. I spoke to the guidance counselor. I spoke to everyone. Hey, listen, my child is going through something. Sent them notes. Do you think they paid attention? Somebody knocks on my door. Because now she's out for like two months. But she's back and forth at the hospital. I'm keeping them abreast. I'm writing them. I'm asking them for the schoolwork. Boom, boom, boom. I'm like, who the fuck is knocking on my door like that? Like, I totally moved from Brooklyn. I live in Queens now. Like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> police. Police? Ain't nobody about that life. I open the door and I'm like, how can I help you? Oh, I'm from the school. We came to check on your daughter. <coughs> I just finished speaking to the guidance counselor. I said to him, you're not the police. I said, so you're impersonating the police? Do me a favor. Come in here and talk to the police. Because her dad's a cop. 
He was like, oh no, oh no. See, you, you, you get what I'm saying? Like they do too fucking much. And then it got so bad, they wanted me now to have any, what is it? They give you a paperwork where they say, um, you could say that your child has psychological issues. I wish a motherfucker would write that. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm just like this. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that because then that kind of messes up her chance for wanting to get a firearms later on in her life. But it, it wasn't a psychological thing. She was just going through something, something. She was morphing. It's almost like the uh, the uh, cocoon and the butterfly. And you, you get what I'm saying? And I know that's what it was. But the school did not care. But it's okay because I fixed them. Because when he did that, I wrote them. I wrote the Department of Education. I said, why are you sending people to people's houses and they're screaming they're police? You're trying to embarrass someone. When I tell you I got all types of apology letters, I am so sorry. Now I could be in here totally abusing my children. Nobody's going to come because now they're scared. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to call the news. Why are you? Do you get what I'm saying? Who does that? Police? Hello, I have nosy neighbors and they're elderly. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. So many factors to it. It's the embarrassment. It's all these things. And so now I totally get what you're saying because for them to actually pay attention, they don't. Remember the Heather Nussbaum case where they kept the little girl back in the 80s tied up to yeah. a and malnourished, wasn't eaten. Well, there are children like that, but nobody ever... They never make it to those children. They only show up at children's houses that are being fed and bathed and taken care of. I mean, I need this to make sense. Or like when someone's mad at a baby mother. Like if someone's dating your someone's dating your your uh, one of your children's father, and then the the bitch hates you. So now the bitch is gonna fucking call and sneak try to like say you did this and you did that. That's how fucked up this shit is. Because bitches will come in and try to like fuck up your whole family life. And everybody knows the last thing you want is for these people in your business, because now they're trying to tell you how to do what you need to do, which you know what to do. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just, it's just rude. It's out of order. And um, I get why it's in place. But I get I get why we have police. But at the end of the day, why don't we do our jobs and actually focus on the people that are committing crimes, the people that are neglecting their children? I didn't know you could be home from age 12 by yourself because there are a lot of children um, of, of certain cases that I've heard where some of the children, okay, if they live in rat and, and roach infested and a couple of times the, the, the roaches will crawl in their ears and then they'll call 911 and then but there's no parents home. And yeah, those are actual cases that actually happen a lot. Wow. I know in New York, I don't know what, you know what I'm saying? It's not like the child did it on purpose, but they're freaking out because the thing is wiggling around in their brain. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, or sometimes, oh, the sad stories of people that don't have a babysitter, can't afford a babysitter. You work for McDonald's. The shift you have is from 8 p.m. to like 8 in the morning. Because you work at the 24-7 shit. You decide you're going to put your children to sleep and go to work. And you hope that maybe so-and-so, your cousin, your sister is going to come. But you can't really trust them. But you can't miss work because you've got to pay. you got to feed your babies. 
And then the house burns down. And what happens to that one girl? She now has to do jail time because she chose to try to figure out how to make it all work for her because she didn't have the support of family. She didn't have the, so now it was like, she was at work and let's keep it a buck. How many of us were home by ourselves as children? Cause I was home a lot by myself. I didn't set anything on fire. Yes. I, I had a, I had a love affair with matches, but I knew when to say when, do you get what I'm saying? Like there yeah. were things where you were like, don't touch this. Don't do that. Don't. And then it made you grow up faster. I started learning to cook by eight. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's all those things. I just think that the, the children, are they different? I, I don't think they're different. I just think it's whatever we're pouring into them. They're more like uh more um independent. I'll say that. They're definitely. So I, I get it. I think for, for your daughter, as far as like getting up and not wanting to get up and all that stuff, sometimes, sometimes we throw our hands up and we just go, okay, let's see how it's working for you. It's the same way I feel about eating. You don't want to eat? Don't eat. Oh, you want to eat outside food? Oh, they'll poison you soon. Well, go ahead and knock yourself out because that costs money. Oh, you're, you're, you don't want to wake up for class? Hey, you, you want to be in high school till you're 21? You really want to do that? Like, just finish it. Because that's how I told you. Like, just finish this shit. Get it out the fucking way. So you can go do you. And then they'll see what real life is. So don't, like, beat up on yourself. But at the same point, you have to be careful with the alphabet government agency stuff that we pay taxpayers pay right so thank you for letting me yeah ramble on <laughs> you're all good I'm, yeah i've had moments too where i'm just kind of like i would just want to be on some like fuck it even to the point that i had to put an alarm like i actually put an alarm in her room because i'm thinking i'm always thinking of solutions because in my mind it's like I want to be able to go and have my rest till I want to get up because now that I'm working and even from before, it's like, I want to enjoy my rest, not having to be the, the guard, the mush to say like the police or whatever, fucking warden saying, Hey, cling, cling, cling. It's time to get up with the bells and shit. Um, and I'd be trying different things, but eventually um, something will work or maybe it'll just get to the point where maybe I'll just like, just see how it goes and see what the what the outcome is if i just wake up don't say nothing to her and just be out the door and see what time she actually gets up because that's the shit that i'm worried about if i don't wake her up she can sleep all day because i've seen her do it during covid on the weekends or when she comes home from school boom she eats and she's already laying down when she should be up doing something before it's actually her nap time uh, I'm telling you, damn if you do and damn if you don't. <laughs> I, I do want to say this, though. I That might be my child because I was the same way. I had a really hard time getting up because I am a night owl. And this is before social media. I would watch TV till it went off. Do you get what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. they would leave. And so when I saw my grades slipping and I had to hide them because we're smart like that, I had to hide them. I knew that okay, I got to go to bed early or don't go to bed, stay up, go to school and then come home and take a nap. It, it's something that internally you have to learn. So that again, your child might be mine because I was the same way. And it's not until I saw like I was failing. I was like, I'm not repeating this shit again. It Something clicked within me that said, no, bitch, if I'm going to stay up to five in the morning, I might as well stay up 
And I did the same thing for work. I was like, who the fuck told me to pick a job that starts at seven in the fucking morning? Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? I would stay up and then I would come home and crash. So this is something we kind of learn because when we're earning money, we go, well, shit, I, you know, I want to get those new shoes or I want to buy this or do you get what I'm saying? So it's something right. she's at that age where it's something that it'll hit her. Ma, why didn't you wake me? You're grown. You want to repeat it till you're 21? No fussing. You do what you want. Do you get what I'm saying? Not saying like let it go, but sometimes if you let them figure it out by dropping seeds in the air. You get what I'm saying? Hey, you want to go just do your G? Do you get what I'm saying? Just throwing stuff out there to them. Like, I know, I know school is boring. School is kind of whack. I ain't even gonna lie to nobody, but because you know, but just, you know, uh, it's more of the encouragement of saying, yo, imagine you graduate, you know, you get a car, you can start working, not like it's fun, but, you know, putting a fun edge on it and stuff like that. So don't feel like whatever. Because school is, did you like school? No, I think school was a waste of time because when I think about it now, it's like, what was the whole point? Like, am I even doing anything when it comes to history and the daycare? Anything is like, what was the point? I don't, oh, it's like, I think about it, like all those years in school, I'm still trying to think now, like besides math, everything else, what are we using it for? Like, because what I'm taking care of kids, that that's, I'm not saying it's only just for women who have had kids, but I'm like, I'm, I already know that, you know what I mean? School was not going to fucking teach me that. School doesn't teach you that. So, you know what I mean? Oh, no, I totally get it. The fact that we learned about Christopher Columbus and now it's called Indigenous Day because he was a liar and a rapist and a violent man. Do you get what I'm saying? History, his story changes so fucking much. You, you get what I'm saying? So it's like, that's why I was told the children, school is a business. And they need you there because they want the money for the lunch. They want the money for the grants. It's a business. If you're not, you know, homeschool and whatever, but my, my, my children, I'm not even going to lie to you. All, all children, all children should be homeschooled. But technically, if you know you got hard-headed children, like my son, like we'll be going over the stuff and he's telling me, well, no, that's not what it is. You know, uh, for example, I would always help my cousins with their homework. And one day, um, he, my cousin that was like, he was like in kindergarten or first grade and he put one plus one was three. And I said to him, this is wrong. And he said to me, you're lying to me. The teacher said it was three. I said to him, leave it. He comes from school the next day and he says, she lied. I said, she lied? Why? Because I got it wrong. I said, because it's not three. He said, no, she said it was three. I said, well, what is it? It's two. Guess what? That was a lesson he learned on his own because it didn't matter. If I told him it was two, he believed in his heart it was three. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? It's uh, something yeah. they have to learn. Like I said, nobody would ever prepare me for this. And I'm still going to say it until I don't know when. Probably by the time I'm 50 and they're grown and whoever decides to have a kid first. It's like, I, I, it's going to be great stories to tell them whenever the time comes of like, or when they I see their kids and I'm like, ah. <laughs> Those are the times of the conversation of the foot freaking stories of like, did you know what your mother did or your father did? <laughs> uh, but like I said, having kids is just like, nobody nobody prepares you for that. I'm going to say it again. Like I said before in one of the shows, like nobody gives you a manual. Nobody tells you like, I mean, I know there's, there's stuff out there that tells you your development of your child from months into ages, but you as the parent yourself, 
they don't prepare you for that. Like, this is what happens. This is how you're supposed to bathe them. This is what happens if they have a fever. If you can't do it, go run. You know, like a lot of shit that you're sitting there like, this either has to come from you, the support of your friends. Because like I said, because like I said, there's times I've had people who would give me a hard time and I used to get pissed off because I'm like, damn, like I'm a mom still learning and everybody's acting like they're a fucking pro and, and getting at my neck for shit. And I'm just like, come on, like, like, come on. It's not an easy task at all. Um, that's why I did at the role of a mother because it's not, it's something that they never tell you at all. And it's so funny. Someone just told me a story because they're a grandmother, they're a new grandmother now. Uh, she's in her 50s and she said, You treat your grandchildren differently. I said, How so? She says, I the little girl was about maybe five years old, and she says she's laying in her bed and she decided to pee. She said, do you know what I would have done to one of my kids if they laid in the bed and peed like that? I would have, I would have given them a spanking. Well, because this is my grandchild. I was like, why? It, 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 she couldn't even wrap her mind around it. She said that like, the children are just so different. She said, why did you do that? She said, because I didn't feel like going to the bathroom. It's like they're the same, but they're different because they're on some, the children are definitely on something else. I, d I don't know if it's the nanobots. I don't know what it is. <laughs> My dust, the chemtrails. Yeah. Could you imagine your child telling you? Because I didn't feel like going to the bathroom. Eh. Interesting. I mean, I know when it came to my son, why he was peeing the bed and it had nothing to do with him being lazy. It was of other personal shit. And you see how, how things, like I said, being a parent again, you learn some of these things. You, This is why I'm glad I've done all the other shows to put it out there because, like I said, not really knowing what happened to him, you don't ever really look at the bigger picture. Like, why is my child peeing in the bed? Not knowing because something else happened. Not because, like you said, like, you know, he's just like, oh, I don't want to get up. No, it's because other things are happening. He was peeing in the bed often, and nothing in my head was clicking. Like, something has to be wrong here. And so maybe I think either when I started taking him to therapy, they probably – maybe gave a little bit of hints of what's the the possibility of why he could be doing that and it just kind of clicked like you know what that makes sense and i do believe that yes that's a definite of why he's peeing the bed but i would have never thought it it doesn't make you any less of a parent you're right i just want other parents to know it when things happen to your children it doesn't make you any less of a parent you're going to have to go through molehills and mountains and brick walls and all types of shit. And it's how you maneuver it. You cannot beat up on yourself. You have to say to yourself, okay, what can we do to, to fix things? How can we, how can we help our children? Do you get what I'm saying? And sometimes you have to know your children. My grandmother used to say, you have hard headed children. You have, you know, a soft behind children. So some children you could talk to. Some children, you take things away. Some children, you have to knock them off their feet. You get what I'm saying? It just yeah. on the individual. They're each individuals, and we can't treat them the same because they're, they're not they're us, but they're not us. And half of them is you, and half of them is daddy. And so it's almost like knowing that if someone wants a certain way, you'd be like, God damn, you acting just like your father. Do you get what I'm saying? With certain things, you're yeah. like, oh, I get it now. This is who I procreated. <laughs> Well, I know some of the stuff that she has been, I guess, more of the of the attitude, certain things that my friends be like, oh, she's just like you. <laughs> it's 
So I can admit that. I'd be like, yeah, there's some things she has in me, other things I'm just like, ah. But um, now that I'm older, and like I said, I'm working with kids, it's kind of like, you see how long it takes? Like once you're already a parent and you've already gone through the years of what you've gone through with your kids of like, what's okay, what's not okay, what to do, what not to do. <laughs> so now as I'm saying now, when I've been working with other children, I'll be, I'll be there looking at my coworker like, like, yo, like, relax. Like, th- these are not your kids. And and sometimes these, they're, they're babies. Like you, you have to treat them a certain way. Like, like I said, with the job now, it's like, we're adults watching children, but nobody said we have to be that fucking serious because these are kids. Like, hello, like, give them a little, um, little playtime, excitement, something. And I, I those kids adore me. And, and then even the other day kids that I've worked, these kids would, um, they adore me. Cause I'm like, I treat them like if they were my own. Cause like I said, these kids are so adorable. I'm telling you, if you saw these kids it's like cuteness, <laughs> it's like cuteness overload. But yeah, like now when I think about it, it was just like, I'm a fucking pro at this shit. Like, and it sucks. You see how it goes? Like now that I'm older, I was like, I feel like I'm a pro. But back then it was just like, it was that whole learning process. Like, if you ask me now, if I had another kid, I'd be like, I know exactly what to do and what not to do. And, but yeah, that's how life is. Well, here's the thing. I know a lot of people say there's a lot of badass shit. Oh, that badass. Oh, that's such bad. Oh, the little four-year-old. Oh, the five-year-old. Oh, that's so bad. It's about placing the energy somewhere. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, like, I uh, Here's the thing, five years in psychology, so I took the two years in child, so I was able to kind of just have a different view on it. So when they would do things, I wouldn't get upset. I would go, how do I now dwindle their energy so that way there's enough energy for me to have a glass of wine when they sleep? Um, I would literally play with them. I'm talking about take every fucking thing I had and literally run them. I let them run, scream. This, this is why my cousins be like, we love them. You watched us because I would let them just lose their minds. No, run, eat all the candy, do what you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they be like, how are you getting them to sleep? I am letting them lose their minds. Whereas most, you know, the old school way of parenting is sit down, shut up, don't say anything. Now you're like, you're, you're like this. You're ready to explode like confetti's inside you. And so that's something that I've learned. Let them be them. Let them run. Let them jump. Let them play. They will go to sleep really, really well. Not too early because you don't want to wake up that early. But just enough to let them let all that energy and glitter and gold and all the shit they're filled with to, to come out. So, I mean, for me, yeah, let, let children be children. Let them scream. Let them. I'm good at blocking that out. You know, when they're like, mommy. Mommy, mommy, or when they follow you to the bathroom, remember when they were little and you're like, I can't even take a number two without you standing here watching. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just they like do that now. <laughs> that part. That part. You're trying to take a shower and they're like, Mommy, mommy. And you're like, you didn't have nothing to say to me all day. The moment that I go to do some me time grooming, now you want to talk to me? Go fucking figure. Right, right. Oh my goodness. No, it's true. And, and and what you said makes a lot of sense and it bothered me because you know how in your mind, like, you know that what you're doing is the right and correct thing. Just like you're saying, like, it annoyed me because like what you said, I felt like I was keeping them in a box because always worried. And that was the worst part because that was my fault putting that on them. Like, I guess all that was like feeding off to them of being worried because I had to tell them to be quiet because 
grown people were annoyed with children. And my mind is like, what the fuck? Weren't you a kid once? Do you not have children? Are these kids that fucking perfect that they sit there and don't say a goddamn thing? It used to make me mad because it's like, why do I have to tell my poor kids every time to shut up and sit down? Don't touch this. Don't touch that. Because there's going to be a fucking grown up saying something, especially if it's nothing that belongs to them or anything. But it was just always that whole thing of like, I felt like these kids had to be a certain way because the fucking adults were worse than the children. And it annoyed me. And it bothers me every time I think about it, of like how I raised them because I was doing the wrong thing, worrying about the wrong thing. Like you said, instead of just letting them be kids, run them by and be like, tell people like, nah, fuck you. Be like, they're kids. Let, let them just do whatever they want as long as they don't break nothing hurt nobody or do shit but again now that i'm older and i see this it's just like oh i, I would have loved to have done things differently and then like i said just tell people to go fuck themselves because it's like look if they're not doing no harm to anybody they're not damaging property or whatever and they're just being kids like yo just let them if they want to fucking yell scream sing like just leave them alone but we live in a world that once you become an adult and there's grown-ups around and they're annoyed by children. Like, they have to be fucking quiet. Here's the thing that people don't realize is that a goat is a kid. What do goats do? Goats don't listen. We call them kids for a reason. Oh, my goodness. And don't they make noise? Don't they even have a sound to them, too? I don't know if it's like a little laugh. I forgot what, what, what sound that they make, but that's just hilarious. And, and it's interesting. Let me find out. But... Yeah, like I said, I have wanted to put it out there. So at least, you know, because I always feel like when you don't, when you talk about these things and you're open about it, at least other people get an idea. They can always pass down the information. Again, maybe some people have been through it, but it's always, I feel like always good to just share things because like I said, sometimes people are not prepared. They don't know what to expect. Like I said, when it comes to ACS and like what um my producer was saying, it's just bullshit. The the the, raw, the the kids who are supposed to be protected are not being protected and they're dying and especially in, in their care of what they're supposed to be doing. And then the ones that just because, like we said, there's somebody stupid out there calling because they got nothing better to do and they think that shit is cute. And, but, and especially, like I said, with the schools, it's just so much as a parent that you go through, you're just like, damn, like really? It just makes you wonder about back in the days. Now, nah, never mind, because I was like, back in the days, there was not really... There wasn't really too much of the, I mean, there was the government and law, but it just wasn't as strict as now because you could probably slap the shit out of your kid, tell this motherfucker like, yo, leave out of my house. And then you got a homeless child in the streets out in the fucking village. Don't do that. I mean, you could, I mean, I, hello. I mean, it could happen now because parents, some parents will do it or just the kids are already out because they fucking left home and they just didn't want to be there. But just putting it out there, but it, it's just an example of how shit would be if it was like back in the days, but back in the days compared to now is different so it, it would be a whole different situation but like i said if anybody ever has questions you know me you have me on facebook instagram you can always ask me because like i said this is what i've been through this is how acs is they will be in your business until those two months are up and then they're out and then the thing about all oh, that was another thing that whoever fucking called that whole shit about protecting the other person i mean i kind of get it to a certain extent but like i said when it's somebody being petty malicious or like i said all the fucking words you could think of it's kind of fucked up because in my mind it's like you would like to know who it was because you really literally don't want to go fuck them up or whatever it is because it's like why would you bring these people into my life 
when they come in, they don't, they're not being, you know, like, oh, these motherfuckers are really in there fucking looking at everything and checking and making sure before they fucking finally leave and say, hey, here's a paper that they send in the fucking mail letting you know, hey, the situation was unfounded and you're in your mind like, yeah, motherfuckers, because I didn't do anything. But if y'all wanted to waste time, I mean, they're getting fucking paid, so whatever. You know who tells? Um, so, for example, so the people that used to live here, uh, they had their brother come from Jamaica and he was staying here. And the, the neighbor next to me, she likes to rent her rooms out. Right. Here's the thing. If you're like in Long Island, you can't do that without telling them. But, you know, the rest of New York people were supposed to tell people, but we don't. And someone came to the house and said, um, I'm from so-and-so, the building, so-and-so of the department of something. Your neighbor says you have illegal immigrants here. She was like, excuse me, that's my brother. Oh, it was your neighbor. Yeah. My father had the same issue because my brother was doing the studio thing and they came to the house because they told them that they, he had some illegal aliens in his basement. And then they was like, oh, it was your neighbor. They are going to tell. So anybody have a call about shit on your house? They're, they're telling. They're going to tell you who fucking ratted you out. The ACS shit, not so much. But if somebody ever tells on you about the other shit, Oh, there's certain uh, entities in the government division. They'll tell you in a heartbeat. Oh, Miss Juanita said it. You'd be looking at that bitch like, mm hmm. That's a good point. You see, if anybody out there who's listening to situations like that, she just said it. She's like, if there's somebody else trying to call on you from immigration or whatever the fuck, they will tell you. But yeah, ACS, I mean, I have one worker who I liked, and it sucked that when they took her off the case, because like I said, they'll put people on you even after the thing is over, like, you need that extra help besides from what fucking people were lying about but you know what your own personal situation is i had the extra help but during the time when they were investigating um that whole thing where i said that i had to get drug tested i was pissed because i thought it was my son's father's like that motherfucker he probably went and told them that i'm doing drugs and that's a motherfucking lie because i was like this motherfucker's never seen me do drugs but when the time came she told me that it was just my son i was just like oh my god the last person you would ever fucking expect to throw you under the bus is like my own son. And I don't forgot how old he was at the time. It was like, he told that fucking bitch of a worker or not even, I don't even think he told her. It's cause the fucking bitch. And I'm gonna call her a bitch. Cause she was asking questions. And I think she asked like, does your mother take drugs? And you know how kids are. And, and then the age he was and, and, and the way he always do things, like he looked like he was hiding some secret. He just made the situation worse. So I think when they asked him, he must have been on some, like, maybe giving a look or didn't know what to say. And the bitch automatically must have thought, like, oh, so your mother's taking drugs. Well, we're going to go get her tested. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was, like, asking kids shit when you know your own child and how they, they, they react to shit. And, and when you're asking them questions. And I'm like, this kid just threw me under the bus. And now I got to get tested because she asked the question and he probably was, like, probably making a face or didn't know, you know. Yeah, I was just like, damn, it had to be my own son. And I'm over here cursing my son's father, which, of course, he's an asshole anyway. And like I said, he's called on me. So I just thought it was him because I was like, damn, this guy's really a fucking asshole. This motherfucker really hates me. <laughs> he really trying to see if he could win something off of me. But 
Yes, again, that's how ACS rolls. That's the type of shit they do. So I'm going to let you all know. Be careful of every little fucking thing that you do when it comes to your children. How you take care of your children, who's around your kids, when it comes to even the school system and, and, and you know, um, attendance. All of that to avoid these motherfuckers from being in your life, especially in work. If you work with children, if you've ever taken your kids to the hospital and they see a mark, because I remember I was scared. You see how bad it is? How when you hear stories, I remember the one time my son ended up fucking falling on the floor because I was mopping. He was young at the time, wanted to walk around and he slipped on the floor, ended up with a big knot. I was like, damn, I'm going to have to go to the hospital, even though I didn't have to. But my mind, because, you know, they say if you get a bomb, make sure that the child don't fall asleep. You know, you got to keep him up. I was like, let me take them. Luckily, they didn't give me too much a hard time. And that I remember no ACS was involved. But I'm just like, shit like that. Just the fact of the stories and the shit people do gets you paranoid to want to take your kids to get looked at anywhere because people are going to be looking at you. Like, even if you could be as honest as shit, they're like, no, bitch, you did this. <laughs> Either you did this or somebody in your home did this. And I hate that. I will always fucking hate that. And it just sucks. But again, I hope that that was some... Um, Good information, and especially with, uh, like I said, when you have kids in school, again, please be cautious of that. Make sure documentation is very important. If you have any personal problems in your home, fuck it. Be blunt about it. Tell them what is happening in your household. Anything you need to let them know if anybody's getting therapy, this is happening, anybody's on medication. All of these things are very important because, like I said, even though you are the parent's and anything happens, they're going to look at you like it's you. You are the number one prime suspect. They're not going to think that it's anybody else but you. And even if there could be somebody in the home, you get looked at first before anybody else does. So with that being said, like I said, if you have any questions, you want to hit me up personally, my inbox is always open. Like I said, my Instagram too. And I just want to say as always, thank you so much for checking out my shows and um, listening to my replays afterwards if you missed it. So, you know, thank you to my listeners for tuning in. Check us out on the Wake Up Radio and otwtube.com. You can catch replays on SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening to Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Shout out again to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tune in next week on the Wake Up Radio at 9 p.m. for another segment of Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Next week is going to be about tantric, tantric sex, or just the word tantric, and it's going to be really interesting for that show. So with that being said, remember, life is too short. Enjoy life to the fullest. Good night until next time. Bye. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Cindy Ashman Production. On the wake up. Hola, I'm your hostess, Boricua Angie, and I'm on the Wake Up Radio Thursdays at 9. My show is called Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. That is also my IG handle and Gmail. The holidays, the winter is coming. I sell pasteles and coquito. And also, I do digital flyers. If you're interested, hit me up. I got my girls on, my swag's on.